This week's podcast brought to you in part by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash WDS to choose from over 85,000 titles for your iPod or MP3 player. Please. Hi, this is Alicia Wynn. Hi, this is Molly Bryant. Hi, this is Christina from Survivor Redemption Island. Hey, this is Lindsay Lowen. Hi, this is Poppy from The Apprentice. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi. And I'm Richie Sambor. Hi, I'm Holly Thornton, creator of Make It or Break It. Hi, this is Joy Nordenstrom. Hi, this is Christina Chaw from Survivor One World. Hi, my name is Josie Loren. I play Kaylee Cruz. Hi, this is Brandy, the winner from this season's Apprentice. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Julie Mann. Hallo, ich bin Nina Rausch und Sie hören sich gerade an. This is Alec Baldwin. Hey, this is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hey, this is Jenny Blatt from Love in the Wild. Hey, this is Chelsea Hobbs, and you're listening to two of my favorite blogger podcast guys um, on What Do They Said. Did you hear? 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 What do they say? You get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest, found at whatduvetsaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplessy, coming at you from Duvet Studios Southwest in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is the man who will be heard, no matter if he's recorded or not, your host, Robert Bob Duvet, podcasting you today from Under the Boardwalk. Wow. Also, <laughs> also podcasting you from Duvet Studios Northeast on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Jace, yeah. we are now home to the West Nile virus up here. Wow, congratulations. So I like consider this the Upper West Nile nice. disease. That's fantastic. Yes. How did you get so lucky? I don't know, but apparently they're going to be spraying tomorrow, and they're encouraging um, you know, children and people and, and, and toys that are left outside to be brought in because they'll be spraying for these dastardly mosquitoes. Hmm. That's echoes of the medfly infestation back when we were young. And, and something tells me that all the spraying in the world will not kill the angry New Yorker's sour disposition. <laughs> I'm sure you're right. Hey, I have some uh, some interesting news, Rob. Ooh, lay it on me, Jace. It may only be interesting to you and I, and I'm only thinking of it because I just stepped uh, into my room here, and I, I have a view out of my room through my sliding glass door to the street. And uh, now you remember we recorded a show last week, Rob. You remember that? <laughs> The fabled lost episode. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who subscribe to our feed on iTunes, uh, we haven't got a show up there since August 6th, but it wasn't by design. Uh, last week, we actually recorded a long show. We did a full, like, hour and a half excitement extravaganza. Um, it was great. Yeah, and due to some technical difficulties, Rob's end of the recording wasn't captured at all. We didn't get anything that which Rob was, said. Which was... Even better than you can imagine, listener. <laughs> it was a pretty good show, actually. But the funny thing is I was walking my dog on Saturday, and I ran into my neighbor, the guy who lives in the house right next to me, hence the name Neighbor. And uh, he was, like, kneeling and talking to my dog, and he's really this kind of mellow guy who just he, – he doesn't have a wrinkle on his face, and he never moves his expression, and he just kind of sits there, and I never quite know what's going on with him. And he says – Hey, I heard you recording your radio show on Thursday. <laughs> so <laughs> at least somebody did. That's... Did you ask him if he could like recount it verbatim so that we could reduplicate that show? Well, no, I didn't because whenever I say something to him, he he seems a little out of it, and I, I never quite know what sort of conversation we're having. But you, your thought was the exact same as mine: was thank God somebody heard last week's show. Yeah, no doubt. You know. You actually described, I think, our, our our listener base in a nutshell. A little bit out of it. Yeah. No wrinkles. And uh, <laughs> no wrinkles. <laughs> no worries. No wrinkles, no worries. That's why we love you, listener. And you know what we love most is when you email us because your emails oh, mean yes. so much. And that is how so I express my love by saying your emails mean so much. Uh, we're going to we're gonna have to dip into the sack today, I think. You think? 
I do. Okay, it's been a long enough time. We've probably backed up a lot of emails, so we'll we'll dip into the sack. If you want to get into our email sack, you can uh, <laughs> send us an email at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for What Do They Said in your little search engine there and, and liking us, giving us a like there. There's doesn't take any time, doesn't cost you any money, and it keeps you updated no. on all things happening How on What Do They Said. How difficult can it be? <laughs> uh, you can find us on Mevio at the moment. Rob and I were having a pre-show discussion about Mevio. We love you, Mevio, but yeah. we're a little puzzled by your interface. We do love the folks out there in the UK. Uh, we love you, uh, oh. the Rogue Two podcasters. Keep us out there. Um, and uh, also Stitcher. We're a big fan of the Stitcher app. Love uh, the Stitcher. Love Rogue Two. If we could just move this whole operation, keep moving it east, yeah. I'm all for it. Okay. Uh, fantastic. We're, of course, also on iTunes, and we love if you leave us a review there. And we just love to hear from you. Uh, love is the operative word here. Love. We love you, yes. listener. Really, we want to hear from you. Call us at... Listener, <laughs> no, 415-937-0445. That's 415-937-0445. Remember, listener, there's nothing you can do that can't be done. Right. Do we have any guests today, Rob? You know, funny you should say that. I could not – the guests that we had on last week's show yeah. were so irked when I told them that their their performance went unrecorded, uh -huh. that they refused to leave. So I've had these jokers up against the green wall for a full week now. Oh, wow. Well, I hope you've been uh, bringing their food and toys inside so that they don't get sprayed. <laughs> Actually, these are the kind of can-do – type of folk you want in a time of West Nile emergency, we have. And this is actually a little side project that Reba has kind of embarked on. She's right. kind of turned into a star maker. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, we weren't cutting it. So she's seeking other, other viable means to uh, build her empire. And she's starting with these former New York City mayors. Oh. She has, yeah, you ready for this one? I am. They're kind of like Il Devo, a little bit like Il Devo. They're building themselves as the Tammany Three, but there's four of them. Interesting. We have Mayor Dinkins. Hey. We have former Mayor Koch. Hey. We have former Mayor Giuliani. Hey. And by your special request, we have the guy who played the mayor in Ghostbusters. Oh, wow. That's awesome. The Tammany <laughs> Trio is here to perform their rendition of starships famed we built this city oh my god that is that i'm so voice. glad they stuck around because even though we had them on the show last week we didn't actually have them on the show so this works out great wow. no it's great you know what they do they have kind of uh one of those sort of garbage cans set aflame where they kind of s gather around and do kind of a doo-wop version of we built this city it's really kind of cool Oh, wow. It's kind of like the uh, video for For the Longest Time by Billy Joel. It's nothing like that. Exactly <laughs> like the video for For the Longest Time by Billy Joel. Fantastic. Not a sponsor. <laughs> no, not a sponsor. Hey, But wait, we, yeah? we've even topped that, though. This is a very political sort of guest array that we have this time. This, this is a big one. Okay. I mean, I don't even know how, how Reba did it, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story. Fresh story. from the RNC, the Republican National Convention, uh -huh. where this gentleman delivered the keynote speech oh. on Tuesday, uh -huh. we have the governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, is here up against the green wall, and how we got her to be on the show is worth me telling, so ask me how we did it. Rob, how did we get Chris Christie on the show? Well, Reba apparently figured out when his plane was arriving back here, touching down in Trenton, uh -huh. where the governorship is located. Yes. And she had one of our interns, whose name I don't know, and, we, and, and, and quite frankly, I, I'm not interested in knowing, but kudos to this intern. He put a, from the, from the, the base of the, the plane, you know, where, where, where the governor steps off, yeah. he strategically lined up Ring dings, devil dogs, and fried snicker bars. And he led them all the way to the door of Duvet Northeast. And we know Governor Christie could not resist that. And sure enough, I woke up this morning and in a pile of wrappers and in a diabetic coma lies Chris Christie. He's eager to talk to us about God knows what. But he is here. I'd like to thank our intern who 
will, will not look me in the eye as he was ordered by Riva. Oh, good. And uh, yeah, yeah. Do you have any interns down there in uh, Duvet South Southwest? Uh, no, I don't, I don't have any interns. But if I did, I'd have them run out and get me some tasty cakes. Mmm, tasty cakes. Didn't eat them this time. Devil dogs, fried Snicker bars, and uh, ring dings. Right. Okay. That'll get that'll get a governor of Christie's size to your apartment. Well, I can't wait to hear from him. I was hoping that we were going to have Isaac on. Oh, <laughs> well, you can have guests too. <laughs> but Isaac's all the way over at the RNC. I don't think we could get him out here to beautiful Duvet Studio Southwest. Good point. Good point. Isaac sounds like he's very busy. Yeah, he's and he's a blowhard. <laughs> Much like going to Christie. Oh, God. Well, it sounds like we have a jam-packed show, and I couldn't be more thrilled if 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 it gets out there. Hey, you've got a music show out this week. You know, thanks for asking. That was long That was the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for stating. <laughs> um, yeah, long overdue, but... I really wanted to get this one out here. I interviewed a guy from Nashville named Andrew Combs who's just really talented. We had a great interview. I went, had a hard time getting it transferred, so there was a bit of a delay on that. Then the editing process, and then putting together the whole two-hour show that is what Dubay said about music. But now that I've listened to it, I'm very happy it's out there. It's out there fresh, folks. So go to all the usual places that we mentioned. You'll hear it. It's a really good show. Uh, I have an eclectic mix of songs on there. I kind of begin by uh, playing some some lesser-known songs that reference New York. Then we get into the Andrew Combs interview, which is really interesting, play a lot of his music, and then a lot of the people that he uh, is big on that are coming out of Nashville. So a lot of people I don't think know these artists, or if they do, they're kind of under the radar. So if you want to be in on future Grammy winners, future next big things, you want to hear this episode. And then at the end, I just flip the script and I play all kinds of just the random that you've come to know and love from what Duvet said about music. Is there any Bruce Springsteen? No, man. No, man. I can't. I can't. I can't play the boss. That's too boring for you. The boss. Is that boring for you? I like that song. What's that song you had back at that album? Glory Hole. Yeah, Glory Hole. Was it Glory Hole? I think uh, Glory Hole was a song. Yeah, I think so. Hey, so uh, it's been a while. Other than Glory Holes, what have you been up to? Just musicking. Yeah, I do a lot of that there musicking, a lot of the job searching. It feels like things are picking up on the job phone. They're seeing more out there, and I'm, I'm getting some call calls back, so that's always refreshing. That's um, good. Did you? Did I, you... I, I did land a cater, catering bartending gig, so uh, I might be getting into that world, which I think will be fun. Lots of bar mitzvahs and weddings and uh, corporate parties and events that I can lurk around at. At my wedding, I was married once. Do you remember my wedding? I remember I was there. I loved your wedding. It was fun. Yeah, well, if I asked if you remembered it, because, okay, in any, any event, Mike, uh, yes. I, okay, I won't out the person who did it, but uh, one of the attendees of my wedding uh, got it on with the bartender. Oh, is that what I have? <laughs> Keep it down. Don't let, don't let Hallie in on the perks. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Hey, come with me. Come over here into the other side room here. All right, excuse me, listener. Hey, so Rob, Rob, you remember my wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the, one of, yeah, I know that's why that's why I mentioned it. Hey, but one of the people there got together with the cater bartender. Oh, shit! Snap! Who? I I can't I'm, I shouldn't really tell you, but just make sure Hallie doesn't hear this. Okay. 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 Right, let's go, go back. back. To the show? Yeah. Let's go back to this. Okay. Thank you, that. That's cool. Hey, sorry about that silence there. We were uh, having technical difficulties. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm nothing if not difficult. That's true. <laughs> you are. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm thinking, uh, having listened to the show as I'm an avid listener every week, that yeah. uh, I think I, I can think of something that we say often that might need to be phrased out. Does it involve me beginning uh, most statements with so? <laughs> that could work. But I think the phrase, I'm nothing if not, <laughs> might, uh, right. might have run its course. <laughs> all right. Who, who's guilty of that? Both of us? Uh, I'm going to say you're guilty of that. <laughs> oh, man. I am nothing if not sure that that can't be true. <laughs> okay. 
Hey, you know what else I was thinking? Since, since I'm just thinking things right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that I, I'd like, I think I might want to start a new segment. Oh, you know how I feel about new segments. I love them! Yeah, so I'm going to call this new Cure segment... the orchestra! <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. I'm going to call this the phrased-in segment. Flipping the old segment on its ear. Yeah, you know how, like... You know the phrase, back in the day, right? I do. Okay, there was a time, and I can remember there being a time, where people didn't say, back in the day. They said... Were we, was it because we were actually back in the day? Well, no, but that could very well be. But I, I don't believe where we were was the day. You know? Oh. <laughs> but I'm unsure. But, like, I... I, I we used to I'm say... So full of myself. <laughs> like, people used to say, back then, right? Back then... But yeah. not back in the day, right? At some point, back mm -hmm. in the day entered the vernacular. And I don't know who said it or who coined it or how it spread like wildfire. But occasionally someone will say something for the first time to me and I'll say, what? Like, I can remember listener Alan said to me once, hey, this is my jam. And I had never heard the phrase, this is my jam before. And I was like, what? What do you say? I, I also, uh, 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 I remember listener Matt said, former listener Matt said to me once, uh, Former listener, Matt, what do you know? <laughs> he said to me once, heads are rallying. And I, I like had him repeat it six or seven times because I had no idea what he meant. And people don't say that anyway. Heads are rallying. No, I like that, though. <laughs> I might start saying it. Okay. So I've got a couple phrases I'd like to phrase in, and I, I don't know what let's they mean. Phrase but... them in. Let's, let's get them into the popular vernacular. Okay. Uh, so, But I need your help because they don't really mean anything yet. I haven't assigned them to anything. That's the only problem. Ah. Okay. I'm, I'm game. Okay. So I'm thinking of the phrase. Let me try this out. Stuff on you. Stuff on you. I got a feeling deep inside that can't be something that's yeah, See, that's my problem and with that. stuff on you. Right. But, okay, see, that, that's the only problem is I think it's going to lead people to think I'm saying stuck on you, even though you're not. But uh, And it'll make people think of that song. But, like, in, instead of saying F you or up yours uh -huh. or screw you, say, hey, stuff on stuff you. It. Right? Stuff on you. <laughs> okay, you're not, you're not into stuff on you? I thought it was a sort of a polite way right. of saying it. Okay, well, how about I like this one? It. It's, it's got a nice tune to it. <laughs> All right, I've got one more, and I really don't know what this means. Okay. You got the dogs to London. Ah, <laughs> uh, dogs off to London. Right, but not everything needs to be a song. But I think that would be a great way. Like, oh, he's all—he's coming up all sixes and sevens, or he's really. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't really know. Well, it, it... well, let me let me try it. Let me try it in a in a phrase. Okay. Man, that guy last night, he was like dogs off to London. No, but no off, just dogs to London. Oh, that guy's dogs to London, man. Yeah, but see, that has no context. I think we, let, let's work on it, because that's just it. I, 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 like the, I like dogs to London. It. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, woo, dogs to London. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Let, yeah. Just try, in your daily speech, you listener, all of okay. us, try to work in stuff on you and, and dogs to London, and see if uh, see if you okay. find a way to make it stick. I'd like to get that going. Or if you come up with your own okay. phrase, do you have any phrases, Rob? Now that I'm putting you on the spot to come up with a phrase, hmm. a phrase that I use that I would like to see phrased in that doesn't mean anything yet. Yeah. Um, those are the parameters, correct? <laughs> yes, that is the okay. box I've built. I like it. I would say that I am going to try and phrase in the term "blimey." <laughs> okay, that strikes me as a term that already exists, but no, well, then I'm out of I'm out of guesses. All right, yeah, I think you need to find something that's more dogs to London. That's, okay, I don't know if that works. I, you know, I, I feel as if I have a bunch of them that I use all the time, and now, of course, when put on the spot. I draw a colossal blank. Yeah. Well, How about a colossal blank? <laughs> well, you're nothing if not consistent, Rob. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, every time I see this guy, I draw a colossal blank. <laughs> that reminds me of something that former listener Matt said, which is uh, every time this guy walks in a room, it's what like... What do you know? It's like someone just Wait, left. Hey, 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 excuse me, listener. Jason, for a second. Yeah. Why do you keep saying former listener? 
Did we lose somebody? Well, yeah, I think that uh, I think that's sort of well established for uh, from a while ago. But uh... oh. all right, back, back. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, hello, hey, uh, you're hey. you're listening uh, now. You're listening to the what do they said? I don't even remember what I usually. Hey, news. Man, you can't just slip it past me like that, because then I can't even do the theme. <laughs> you want another? Uh, you want another go at it? Yeah, give me another turn. Okay. Um, hey, Rob, do you have any news? We got a lot of different stuff we gotta talk about in the news, and that stuff you know. I like that sort of counter melody. It was like Scarborough Fair Canticle. <laughs> hey, man, did you win an Emmy? I did not win an Emmy, but I had someone who catered the Emmy Awards who got free T-shirts. That's the other thing you can get as a cater bartender, Rob. Swag. And swag? Yeah. I like. You know, we went to an event last night. Uh, a band was playing from actually your neck of the woods, Los Angeles, called Milo Green. And it was like for some company. I still don't know what this company was selling. But there was a kindly kind of Irishman who I think is the, you know, the CEO of the company. He's like, oh, okay, there. We're really looking forward to bringing out there one of our favorite bands, there, Milo Green from Los Angeles, going to be playing in just a bit. We'd like to thank you to, for attending the launch of our company, EU Tech, and uh, yeah, so we'll be we'll be looking forward to meet you out there. Up next, there, Milo Green. And I was expecting like the Clancy Brothers to come out, but it was uh, it was actually in a, a really good indie alt rock band that played and they had a bags filled with swag and it reminded me that we used to give out our very own wds swag bags and we haven't in quite some time so no well we haven't offended anyone in long enough so oh give us time now that we're going to be back in a regular clip i like our chances (laughs) and now that i have this team of interns whose names i refuse to know and who will not look me in the eye they are primed to be putting together swag bags Okay. Well, I look forward to offending someone. Maybe we could defend the Irish. Hey, all right. I can already imagine where we're going with that swag bag. So, <laughs> perfect. We'll start assembling swag bags for the Irish to be offended with my terrible accent that I like to do from time nice. to time. Nice. I met a, an oh. Irish lass yesterday, actually. Um, yeah. Straight from the uh, Emerald Isle? Uh, no, no, from New Jersey, actually. Uh, quite lovely. Ooh. And uh, I, I asked, I said... Uh, you know, are you orange Irish or green Irish? And she says green Irish. And I I'm pretended I knew Irish. what that meant. <laughs> black Irish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, <That's>, um, <laughs> this was a little bit of a digression there. I just, Speaking I just made of it. former swag bag recipients. Yes, this is some news. In, in the news. This bitch has been in the news a lot lately. Because you can't get a shit together. All right, all right. Who is it? You know what I'm talking about? Lindsay Lohan. Wow, is she in the news again? Speaking of Irish bitches. (laughs) From New Jersey or Long Island or wherever the hell she's from. Yeah. Did you hear the latest and the greatest with her? First of all, go ahead. What have you heard? Um, Because you're closer to the epicenter of her idiocy than i am well i've heard nothing the last i heard about Lindsay lowen was that she was not uh getting on set on time for the liz and dick lifetime biography oh man so much more has happened all right well i'm out of the loop fill me in come on talk about somebody with stuff on them (laughs) see works (laughs) works i mean this chick's gone completely dogs to london Say no more. I know exactly what that means. <laughs> I mean, she is. I I draw a colossal blank when I when I consider Lindsay Lohan. All right, all right. Yes. There. Heads are uh, rallying. You know, <laughs> heads are going to rally around this story. You know, Lindsay Lohan recently has become a suspect in a jewelry heist that some sort of rich guys pad up there in um, Los Angeles, up there in the Hollywood Hills, probably close to you. I'm surprised you didn't get invited to this party. Uh, I'm never invited to the good heists. Yeah, I know, right? $100,000 of jewelry and sunglasses. That's, <laughs> I wear sunglasses, I think it was, were, were, were uh, kicked from this guy's 
had, and apparently Lindsay's a, a suspect because she brought a couple of people to the party that they suspect and they, they think she was in on it. Like she had been in this guy's pad before and she knew where the valuables were kept. She cased it beforehand, like Anne Hathaway. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then and then the stuff was found missing and now the police are seriously looking into her as a suspect as well as looking at her as a suspect for lying to the police in that, do you remember when she recently wrecked, wrecked her car into a semi out there in like Malibu somewhere? Yeah, I have a vague recollection of that, yeah. And then she got off because she said she wasn't driving. Well, there are witnesses that say she was in fact driving and that now she's guilty of lying to the police. I don't believe that. And it looks that. like, you don't believe Lindsay Lohan would lie to the police? No, I don't believe that people know that she was driving. I walk my dog all the time out here in Los Angeles, and if I, I can't see through windshields of people's cars because the sun and the glare and the and the reflection. There's no shade-bearing trees here in Los Angeles, so all 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 cars basically, unless you're really staring into the car, you can't tell who's driving. Yeah, but, but what if the accident happened? She was seen getting out of the driver's side and then going around the car and getting into the passenger side. But it's hearsay. <laughs> Blimey! <laughs> Ask one of the mayors. They'll know. <laughs> Man, they're all hopped up on devil dogs over there. I'm afraid to even <laughs> negotiate them. That's the Ghostbusters mayor. He's got it all figured out. He's, <laughs> he's talking to Lenny the Actually, bishop. <laughs> he's probably the most qualified to run this town yeah totally or was the running right running in the ground yeah. so anyway her latest though this is great i just want to read the story to you because i want to see you're a, a smart guy you you, oh, oh. you know you're you're with it you're oh. with it oh has this ever happened to you is this un misunderstanding ever occurred to you oh, okay so Lindsay lohan now is accused of stiffing the legendary chateau marmont where she's uh, given to stay from time to time stiffing like not paying stiffing. her bill here's how it goes Yes, Lindsay Lohan may say the producers of Liz and Dick promised to pay her enormous bill at the Chateau Marmont Hotel, but it's simply not true. TMZ, not a sponsor, has learned. TMZ broke the story that Lindsay racked up a hotel bill approaching $47,000, but stiffed the Chateau Marmont. As a result, Lindsay was banned from the hotel property. Liz and Dick producers say they would never pay her bill, but, but sources familiar say that Lindsay is insisting that that was she thought was the deal. And this is where it gets kind of interesting. Sources connected to Lohan tell us, producers did give Lindsay a one-time only $5,000 advance against her salary in late May so she could move into a hotel. But, what, but that was it. And it was never part of the deal that they would pay for her entire state. $47,000. I can't even imagine what... What do you spend $47,000 on in a hotel? I think, I mean, that part of that is probably what it costs to stay at the Mormont in one of these, you know, star suites. $47,000? Like, how much do you think it costs to stay in a suite? Maybe $3,000 to stay in a suite at Tops? Maybe? I don't know. I, uh, I live in Manhattan. My rent's, my rent's like around $2,500. Uh, not a night. You don't pay $2,500 no. a night to stay there. Well, people, people, I'm sure people do. You know what? This is the thing that, that kills me about her. How many misunderstandings is one person allowed to be a part of before they are completely and totally shut down from, from saying anything anymore about any, anything? I mean, there's the misunderstanding about the jewelry theft. There's the misunderstanding about her driving the car. There's a misunderstanding about showing up to do her, you know, um, what was it, community service. Now there's the misunderstanding about who is going to pay for her stay at the Chateau Marmont. I mean, how many misunderstandings does this bitch get? I think it's working out perfectly because she can pay her hotel bill with the money she gets for fencing the jewelry she stole from the house up in Hollywood Hills. Perfect. Talk about having a laundering service. Yeah, come on. I think it works out fine. But I just, I just, I don't know why this this woman infuriates me so much. And I think it's because if you or I did any of these things, one one part of these things, we would be thrown in the uh, pound you in the butt prison. 
Yeah, but we're not Irish, and the Irish people get all the luck. They do. They've they've cornered the market on luck. <laughs> yeah. Look through history. The Irish have always been treated well. <laughs> Interns, I want you to put some luck in that swag bag. <laughs> all right. Well, Lindsay Lohan. So what would be the part of this? The fact that she may have stolen jewelry or that she may be getting away with it or that she she's getting another chance or I don't know. What are we? What's the uh, angle? Actually, now that you mention it, there's nothing. <laughs> about that. All right, so this one is officially not a great. Indeed, indeed. I just oh, there's just so much stuff on her. <laughs> See? There. You did it. Right? That was natural, organic. Nice, eh? Nice. Stuff on her. All right, so should we go to another news story? Yeah, I uh, yeah. News in it up. Yeah. Oh, this one's good. This happened in my neighborhood. Oh. So a frustrated Upper West Side resident hangs rat crossing signs. <laughs> For where? On the street? Yeah. Well, apparently the rats are really bad this year. Um, I don't know because I have no frame of reference for the amount of rat. Okay. Because I'm new to, new to the neighborhood, right? But yeah, I've seen a ton of them. Uh, when we go, when we first got out here, we would take our dog for the late night walk. Yeah. They put—I I don't know if you know this—but they put all the garbage out on the street out here in New York. I've heard of this sensation. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a recipe for disaster, doesn't it? Kind of, but where, how yeah. else does the garbage get picked up if you don't leave it on the street? Well, I mean, they pick it up fairly often, but it, it's still out there on the street long enough for rats to pick through it first. Right, okay. I would never want to be a New York City garbage man. Well, but you'd have juice if you were a New York City garbage man. I hear, I don't know for sure. Let me ask one of these mayors. <laughs> I don't think they know anything about that. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so this one guy just wants to draw attention to the fact that there's an unreasonable amount of rats crossing the street at any given time. And he's also tired of getting awoken by people's shrieks. <laughs> <laughs> that, I can imagine, would be problematic. We saw it happen. We were walking one uh, night, and a woman in front of us all of a sudden did that little shriek, hop, skip thing. Yeah. Like, ah! And we didn't see the – but I, we knew exactly what it was. And she kind of turned back, and we're like, was it a big one? She's like, oh, I'm so creeped out. Hey, let me ask you this, though, about rats, because this actually yeah. is close to home for me. Um, okay. I, in the tree above my home uh, live a family of squirrels, okay? Okay. And squirrels are basically rats with their tail covered up, right? They're just cuter rats, you know? They're so cute, though. Yes. Yeah, but they're, they probably carry the same pestilence and rabies and problems, and, you know, they're scurrying around all over the place, right? They're so cute. Yes. Yeah, but they're rats, okay? Basically, I don't mind them. I don't mind the fact that there are squirrels running around my place because they're cute. Um, mm -hmm. Below my house, there's a bed of ivy, okay? And the guy who lives in the house in front of me, who has a, a barking dog, he came up to me and he said, hey, I, there was a rat. I saw a rat running, you know, under your house or whatever, and my dog went crazy, and I'm going to call the landlady, and we're going to take care of the rats. And I've lived here for a couple of years. I think I saw a rat once, you know, and it's startling. Rats are startling creatures, you know. They are. But they the truth are. is, vermin. yeah, but the truth is I see the squirrels far more than I see the rats. And uh, ivy is kind of a hotbed for rats. That's kind of where rats hang in the ivy. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, they're nocturnal. They're nocturnal creatures, right? They don't really move around too much in the daytime. Yeah, I believe so. But I'm out at night. I walk my dog at night, and I leave my. It's been mm -hmm. hot. I leave my door open at night. I see coyotes and raccoons and cats walk by my front door when it's open. I, I never see rats, and I believe I never see like rats a because Disney film where you live. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's very <laughs> sweet. Um, but I never see the rats, and I think it's because they've got this big bed of ivy to hang out in. And I fear that the guy down below is going to start raising a, a, a ruckus and doing things with the ivy, and that's going to flush the rats out. I mean, I, I, and then suddenly there's going to be rats, like, running on my balcony and on my roof because they can't hang out in the ivy. 
So, so here's my question to you about the rats. Yeah, there's rats out in the street and in the garbage. But because there's garbage out in the street, do you ever see rats in your hallway or crawling up your wall outside or in your living room or anything? No, thank God. So you're saying it's best to keep the rats where they are. Yeah, (laughs) let the rats hang out out there. I I mean, the screaming kind of sucks, but please, what are you going to do? Okay, clean up all the garbage, take it away. Where do the rats go then? They go where the garbage is. Where's the garbage going to be? Inside your house. Great. You know, it's it's funny that now that you mentioned the the ivy being a, a location for rats, we were sitting one day, we, had, we took a walk, and we had our dog with us. So my wife and I are sitting on this park bench. We're sitting next to this guy who was reading the paper. And we're right by, like, uh, on a bench that overlooks the reservoir, the Jackie O'Nash's Re- Reservoir out there in Central Park. Oh. Beautiful vista, you know. We're just sitting there. It was lovely. We're having this great day. It was kind of a nice summer day. And all of a sudden, behind us, there's this, like, huge rustle and shaking of the bush behind us. Mm-hmm. And the guy turned around and his eyes widened and he looked at us. He's like, get off the park bench. <laughs> and we're like, okay. So we take the dog and we get off the park bench. Like, What's up? He's like, gone. Yeah, that was a, probably the biggest rat I've ever seen. Oh, God. <laughs> and, yeah. And he said like, seriously, he was describing it and it was like, you know, with tail, his arms were stretched out like oh, at least God. 20 inches. You know, it was so scary. And we, as he's, you know, the rustle didn't make it happen. But as he's describing what he saw, literally the hair on my back was standing, you know, that creepy, you get that like, Ew. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, where you, you stiffen up and you kind of walk funny, like a stiff kind of... Yeah, it's my nuts crawl up into my my nut chamber. Exactly. It was, and, it, and that stayed with us for like a good 10 or 15 minutes as we were fleeing the scene of the the, the rat. I was just like, wow. It's You're right. There's something I never... I, I can see a squirrel two inches from me and it wouldn't elicit that feeling. Well, and even a raccoon, like raccoons or, you know, like raccoons or a possum. If I see a possum, I'm like, ah, but if I see a raccoon, I'm like, oh, ah, ra- raccoons, raccoons get me, man. I saw a raccoon one time and I swear to you, it like looked at me like it was like, what do you want? You want to play? You want to play with me? Oh, <laughs> uh, I ran over a raccoon once. Did you? I did. I didn't mean to. It was, I was driving. Well, unless I have to worry about it. Well, I was driving down Helen Drive there in Millbrae, California. And there was a raccoon sort of idling across the street, lumpa 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 lumpa. And I was—it was early in my driving career, and I went, "Oh no, I don't want to hit that that raccoon." So I'll speed up, so I'll drive mm-hmm. past it before it crosses the street. So I sped up, and it freaked out, and it ran in front of me. Oh. And then I felt it uh, under the like the wheel of my car, and it was like going over a speed bump that just like gave way right as you were going over. It just went whoop pop. Oh, yeah, no. I felt terrible. Did you look back? I did not look back. And I didn't. I, when I got out, I looked at the tire of the car to see if I, there was any raccoon left behind. But I felt terrible because I, I, I think raccoons are kind of sweet looking. But if it were a possum, I don't know. I don't know. It's just Those things have rabies, man, rats. They are, they are just bad. Right. They're tough, too. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, rat crossing. Well, the fact that you didn't look back at my wife would love because she says, if you look back, it means you're sorry. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I was sorry, but I didn't I didn't want to look at it. I was sorry enough to not want to see a dead raccoon. How's that? Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. All right. So, uh, yeah. rat crossing signs Where in we- New York. Uh, neighbor, is that a... Not a... Fair enough. So I'm looking uh, on the side of the story here, the rat story. There's a picture of that Zooey Deschanel. Oh yeah, the new girl. She yeah. Where him. do you fall? Where do you fall on her? Does she bug you, or does uh, she not bug you? Um. Uh. She. Maybe it's a new segment. Does Zooey Deschanel bug you, <laughs> or not bug you? <laughs> All right, here's some Zooey Deschanel bug you or not bug you music. <laughs> okay, perfect. I don't um, like I, I like Zooey Deschanel in certain things. I think the perfect Zooey Deschanel uh, thing is the um, 500 Days of Summer. Did you see that movie? 
did not see that movie. She's Summer in that movie. And that exactly encapsulates how I feel about Zooey Deschanel. Because she's really appealing, but then she kind of like... Then you sort of realize that she's not into you, I guess. It's the, way, the only way I could say it. Um, I don't watch The New Girl. I tried to watch it, and I watched the first episode or first pilot part of the episode, and I, I wasn't really into it. And everyone says it's really fun and great, and that other girl in the show is gorgeous. I don't know if you've oh, seen really? the other girl that's in The New Girl. Whew. I don't know no. what her name is, but my goodness. She's like, I what? I smell a spinoff. <laughs> yeah, but I don't watch it, so I don't, I don't really know. I just see her in commercials and on billboards, and I go, who is that? Um, but... Uh, yeah, I don't. Um, I liked her in a couple of things, and then I, like, I liked her in that. Uh, whatever. I don't watch the new girl, and I don't. I don't. I. I. No, she bugs me now. If that's what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious. You know, there's a there's you know, a lot of a lot of talk about her. If she's annoying, or if she's just really sweet and cute, and she kind of bugs me. Anyway. Moving on. Much of a segment. No. It's a terrible segment, actually. Where <laughs> segments go? <laughs> okay, then. I don't the dislike worst segments her. I've ever heard. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't dislike her. I just, I, I, I like her in certain things, and I'm not drawn to everything that she does. So I think that's, that's what it is. I think she, when she's cast in the right part, uh, then I find her adorable. But I don't find her adorkable. That's what kind of bothers me. Got you, got you. All right, fair enough. It's, it's nice to know where you fall on the Zooey Deschanel pendulum. I also don't know how to pronounce your last name. Is it Deschanel? Yeah, that never that never occurs to me. I always think it's Deschanel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, yeah. Because there's another Deschanel out there as well, isn't there? Sure, I'm sure there's several. You ever been to France? Well, yeah, I have. I've been to Paris, City of Lights. I love New York in the spring. Is there in other news? Yes. Yes. Do it. Lay it on me. All right. Mayor dead after apparent donkey attack. Donkey attack? Right? Right? You want to know more, don't you? I do. Where was this mayor? Um, Should we play the game? Okay. Uh, All right, the game. The game is simply, for those of you that don't remember, haven't heard it in a while, it's name the state where this ridiculous news story takes place. And as a little caveat, if you guess Florida, you're going to be right. If you guess Florida, what, uh, 70% of the time, you're right 100% of the time? Is that how it works? I think if you guess Florida 100% of the time, you're right. Well, yeah, I think you're, I forget. Uh, what There's some fuzzy at, math. Yeah, what to visit at gmail.com because your emails mean so much. Um, let us know. Uh, I'm going to say this took place in Florida. <laughs> One would think. Actually, the other Florida, Texas. Oh, I should have known Donkey, but I thought they'd call him Burroughs in Texas. That's what threw me. Hey, what's that song? Uh, Texas. I went to somewhere with a man in a burrow. Is there a song like that about Texas? Oh, that's a West Texas song, maybe. It's done by Dean Martin. Well, the least I, Texas person you can think of. Well, Dean, I used to be able to do Dean Martin. Well, I was going to have a, a <laughs> Dean Martin singing about out in the southwestern town of El Paso. Is that the song <laughs> you're talking about? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm in a borough that killed my mayor. Yes, I got to. I'm just being <laughs> All right, Rob. Tell me more about this this Texas donkey. So a South Texas mayor has been found dead after apparently being attacked by a 500-pound donkey on his ranch. Oh, my. <laughs> he loved his animals. He loved ranching, said Sa Sandra Wilson. What a stupid thing to say. <laughs> Uh, they found his truck still running hours after he was attacked. It's up to the family to decide what to do with the donkey. Clearly, I mean, this is this falls under the the uh, the the family should decide what what's best for the donkey yeah. after this. Yeah, poor little donkey. Didn't know it was. I imagine it kicked the mayor to death. Is that what happened? 
I'm guessing. Yeah, fatal donkey attack probably involved kicking. Right. It probably wasn't like a, a. It wasn't a boxing donkey, was it? <laughs> One of those deadly <laughs> boxing donkeys. <laughs> yes. Yes. With the the hooves, with the the boxing gloves on the hooves. <laughs> nice. That would have been some. I like it. Yeah. So. Uh, that's that's it's a very short story <laughs> oh okay i like that that's kind of plays into our uh our our topic of just read the headline and know the whole story i don't guess there was no more to know about the texas mayor being no, that's all that's all you need to know let's see i think i have another oh this one this is not really another news did we have another another news segment uh well we have putting the u in news that one you want? Oh, yeah. oh yeah let's do that Okay. I think this is where you and I can read in our, our, our opinion on this one. Now, and is this even a surprise that now they're saying, you know, Insta, Instagram. I'm a big user of Instagram. Are yeah. you? Uh, I'm not because um, for reasons that are far less interesting than you may believe. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I use Instagram. I like it. I think it's fun. I take a lot of pictures. I like to post them up there. And Although, you know, it's funny because it's really hard. Some people have like like a future guest of ours on on Twitter, right? Had like some people have like thousands and thousands of followers. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. Have I don't know how they. Around. How do you achieve that? Well, that's what we hope to ask this future guest about how she achieves it. I have an inkling how she achieves it, but uh, that doesn't seem to be enough. Wow, I'm curious. Now my interest is peaked. Yeah, well, we'll tune in to future episodes when hopefully we'll be talking to this <laughs> this guest. Teaser. Curious listener. <laughs> tune in keep listening so, so instagram recently purchased recently purchased by facebook right and as fate would have it you know facebook kind of like fancies itself like family friendly right yes well with instagram guess what where most of the pictures now are certain what category they're starting to fall under uh wieners Yes, man. Porn. Yeah. Okay. Always, always, everything with the internet always devolves into a means of transporting um, photos of yourself being naked. Yeah. Well, that's unsurprising to me. They're saying that if you see the hashtag sextagram or instaporn or I like this one, hand bra. <laughs> hand bra. There's, I believe there's also, uh, there's something like Flash Friday or something like that. I stumbled across that one day. Oh, really? Flash Friday. I have to look for that tomorrow. I think, or there's, I forget what it is. There's, yeah, I think it's Flash Friday or I don't know, but it is. I love this. Go ahead. Well, I just, I think it's interesting. I I don't know. The, it seems to me that texting a naked photo of yourself, uh, it, just texting it seems like you, you really have to trust the person that you're sending it to, right? Like, absolutely, you know, to make sure that doesn't go anywhere, doesn't fall into the wrong hands, that it doesn't become a, hey, look at, you know, if if someone texts me a naked picture of themselves, you know, knock on wood, uh, then I'm like, (laughs) this is for me and me alone. Right. I'm nobody gets this. Right. Uh, But to post it on Twitter, like, what do you you, you, I don't understand that. I like this sentence, the more graphic photos show people masturbating in front of a camera. You think? You think that's graphic? <laughs> they don't know graphic. Come on, that's Dogs to London stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So anyway, yeah, I, I, just, I, I just am in love with the idea that the Internet's greatest service is really a means of transporting naked pictures back and forth. Yeah, I love that too. Well, just about everything. Can can you remember the days when we were younger, how hard it was to see a naked woman? You mean back in the day? Back in the day, how hard it was to see a naked woman? I tell you. So hard. All right, well, that was good news all around, donkeys and Lindsay Lohan and uh, whatever that last thing we were just talking about was. They all, if you think about all of our news stories today, they all kind of tie together somehow. Yeah, yeah, they do. Write, write to us, listener, and, and let us know how if you've decoded our... Spot, our thread, sp- our narrative thread yeah. all our news stories. Spot the theme. You can play spot, spot, the, spot theme. the theme, listener. And you'll get a t-shirt with one of our famed slogans on it. Yeah, exactly. Like, Dogs to London. Right. Hey, uh, so not so much TV shows happening that we're watching right now. Do you, did you? Not for you, maybe. 
Oh, well, yeah, that's true. You're still watching Mafia Women's and The Bachelor Pad or whatever? Mafia Women ended. Bachelor Pad coming to an end. I'm really into Big Brother, though. Oh, my God. I never, ever got into Big Brother, and I know you love it. Oh, I love it. I want to be on the show. I should I should just be on the show. I should I should apply. Okay. Guess you can't really be on the show unless you apply, right? That's true. You're like, the kind of like man. this show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. True. You just got to apply yourself, Rob. Hey, let's do a new content a uh, new contest. Okay. How about listeners out there? And I know you listen. We know. We get the we we get the correspondence. Um. Any, any listener that wants to write in and tell us why they would be a good guest to be on the show, write to what do they said at gmail.com and we will put you on the show. So we will make it happen. Yes. Okay, great. Do we have any? You threatened earlier. Do you have anything to read from the mail sack? Let's pull something out of the mail sack. Okay. I'll wait for you. La, ruffle. Ruffle through the mail sack. Russell, Russell, Ruffle. Ah! Russell? Is it Ruffle or Russell? Uh, I was rustling. All right, here's one. Okay. This one comes from a listener in Dubuque. Okay. Dubuque, Iowa. Listener's name, Dubuque, Iowa. Listener's name is Sharon. Oh. And she asked simply, what is the aim of your show? What are you guys trying to accomplish? <laughs> I love emails like this. <laughs> I think we aim to entertain. We aim to please. Is she looking for our mission statement? We need to come up with a what Duvet said mission statement? I guess. I think she's just confused by why we devote time to this. Maybe she's questioning why she listens to it. Oh, that's a good point. Well, maybe she tuned in to listen to us talk about Survivor or The Amazing Race in the past. Or maybe she enjoys our, mm. our fun recaps of the news. And uh, I, I think I think she might be a leftover from the make it or break it crowd. Oh, that's I, think true. I think they're lost. They're a diaspora now. Well, Sharon, we loved make it or break it. You wouldn't find anybody who loved make it or break it more than us. But it seems to be off the air. And if uh, creator Holly Sorensen creates a different show, um, I even saw the rum diary based on her involvement. Um, maybe we'll tune into that. We we love her work, and maybe you'll love her I work too. I hear she has a couple shows uh, in in the in the hopper right now. Oh, what, right. I, what I picked up, yeah. Well, I I adore Holly. I think she's extremely talented and a really really Absolutely. great human being. So, uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, how about that, Sharon? We 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 do this yeah, show. But I think our our, our aim is is just really just to kind of if we can just for one hour of your life. You could feel superior to somebody, or, or you could be entertained, or you could just go blank. That's what we're here for. Right. Perfect. And we do. We just talk about shows that we, uh, we have things to talk about. Like we could talk about. We are the. We are the think of us, Sharon, as the hand bra of, <laughs> of podcasting. Do you do what? Do you want to touch a little bit on Breaking Bad? I love Breaking Bad. We'll talk, we can talk about it. Let's do it. Let's okay. touch on it. All right. Touch on it. Well, there's only... Just I... grab a little bit and touch on it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was confused. I thought this last Sunday was the season, the mid-season finale. Uh, but I'm... Is there such a thing? They do that? They have a mid-season finale? Well, yeah. This particular season of Breaking Bad is being broken up into two parts. So there's the oh. run of episodes that happen right now, and then the run of episodes that happen after the first of the year i think in january it comes back so this Uh, i have a trivia question for you then okay what does it's kind of like a degree of separation Uh see if you can it's gonna be hard for you to name this one so i'll I'll end up telling you but florida (laughs) what do they said about music and breaking bad share a uh a a common a common uh guest oh um, okay. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea. Uh, the guy from Friday Night Lights. Yes. Good one. Somebody has no idea. You, you got the right answer. Did I really? It's Jesse Plemons. Yeah. Jesse Plemons, who is now on Breaking Bad. Um, he's kind of stepped into the role as, uh, as the new, like understudy, right? Right. To yeah. Walt. The guy who keeps notes, yeah, which he- is a brilliant, brilliant idea for not getting caught. Yeah, exactly. Um, he 
is in a band. I think he's still currently in a band called Cowboy and Indian, which we featured on episode 35 of What the Bass Said About Music. Oh, all right then. Yeah, had, a, had an interview interview with uh, one of the members of Cowboy and Indian, and uh, some good, good photos up were up there on the blog of Jesse doing his other career. Nice. When he isn't making meth with Walt. He's making music with uh, the Cowboy and Indian. Oh, fantastic. Wow, that's cool. Wow, I'm, I can't believe I actually knew that. And, of course, we have the other Friday Night Lights connection with what Duvet said about music with Alicia Witt, who was on Friday Night You're Lights. so right. No wonder we get listeners from Texas. Yeah, totally. 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 Totes. 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 Okay, go ahead. Let's talk. Okay. Breaking Bad. Okay. Let's break it. Let's break it up. Yeah. Uh, so, are you? So, what do you think of this season of Breaking Bad? Then, I guess, it's where to start. I. I mean, this is the season and the series get more and more intense with each yeah. episode. Yeah. Like, if he was a victim of circumstance in the past, he is now the full-fledged um, controller of his own destiny now. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. That whole opening sequence this week when he met the guys in the desert and he's all, say my name. That's right, yeah. Heisenberg. It's like, oh, my God. That was so awesome, but at the same time, it was like, that's so terrible. Walt, what are you doing? Yeah, no, he's into it. He's in it to win it. Have you seen around L.A. people wearing the the kind of the drawing, this police sketch drawing of Heisenberg? Oh, no, I haven't shirts. seen him wearing it. But I, I have seen Brian Cranston drive by. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, funny that I went through that whole thing about not seeing Lindsay Lohan. But, you know, I did see Brian Cranston drive by through his window. And he looked, you know, he wasn't wearing the hat. But he, I was like, whoa, Heisenberg, you know. <laughs> was, is he bald? He was bald when I saw him. He, they must have been filming. This wasn't recently. This was, uh, this was several months ago. So they must have been filming. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I love it. I just love the... I love his name. It's like the least intimidating name ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. God, it's good. It's so satisfying. And it just goes, I mean, it just keeps going and going and going. And I, I know that the, you know, next week is probably going to have some crazy, oh, my God, how's he going to get out of this thing? And it, the only thing seems to happen is that he's not going to get out of this because I root for uh, his brother-in-law. Like, I'm totally rooting for him. Oh, Hank? Yeah, Hank. Yeah, I, I I I like the character of Hank uh, a lot. I still don't like Skylar. No, I don't like Although Skylar. Although I see where she's coming from. Yeah. But, but yeah, I still I still root against her actively. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, and where, where do you fall on the Jesse? Is he sympathetic to you? Uh, Jesse's just nutty, you know. I mean, he's so. Like, I, I, I like him this season is kind of funny. Like, hey, Mrs. White, I really like this food you gave me. Like, him not knowing uh -huh. what's going on. But, I mean, it, it I, I like the way he's sort of, like, coming around after everything's happened. The fact that he's he's not using anymore and uh, and he has sort of a clearer head. And I can see that kind of transition of, like, huh. But what's interesting is the whole, like, he was being the guy who was smart at the beginning of the season. Like, figuring out how to how to destroy the computer with the magnet mm -hmm. and just figuring out how to rob the train and like all of that. And then, you know, then like that thing happened with the kid in the desert and he's like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I think he's always been like that though. I think, you know, the violence and the killing thing is not, he's never been comfortable with. So yeah. it makes sense to me that he, and, and you know, they made a lot of money. Yeah. I was, I was sad to see the character of Mike go. Yeah, yeah, he's like a great Mike. character. He's great. Yeah, he's a really good character. I love his last line. You know, shut up, <laughs> and die in peace. Yeah, yeah, totally. That I mean, was so in keeping with who he is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's poor granddaughter though. Come on, doesn't even get all that money yeah. he stocked away. But God, unbelievable though how just in in it to win it, uh, Walt has become. Yeah, I don't know where he thinks he's going with this, but he's just he's 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 hoist on his own petard. He's riding his own hubris, causing his own downfall. He's becoming Scarface. Yeah, exactly. He is Heisenberg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good stuff. That Breaking Bad. I really enjoy it. Yeah, and uh, good show. Good. Okay. Show. okay. Well, uh, that's enough of that. <laughs> hey, uh, what do you got going on this weekend? Well, you know, can you believe it's almost the end of summer? I know. Labor Day weekend. 
I feel like uh, I'm Danny Zuko in Greece. Hey, it's Danny! <laughs> 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 you put up that picture on Facebook of of uh, Sandy, Olivia Newton-John as Sandy, and she doesn't she have a thousand yards stare in that photo? Oh uh, yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Why do you feel like Danny Zuko? Well, you know, it's the end of the summer, right? Isn't that what isn't that where Greece begins with the end of summer? <laughs> oh, Danny, is this the end? No, Sandy, it's only the beginning. Right? Is that yeah. So, uh, yeah. You, so you can't believe summer's almost over, and and well, no, I, I'm I'm looking forward to a long weekend. The wife is going to be off on on Monday, so that's nice. Mm. We God, what do we have planned? Not a whole lot. My, my my cousin just had a baby, so we have to get ourselves out to Long Island to, to look at the kid. Okay. You know how much it costs for us to go as a couple round trip to Long Island? Forty three thousand dollars. No, close. $40. Oh, my God. 40 That's bucks. A lot of money, right? To go to some place you just don't want to go to, really? Yeah. Well, you could walk. And not that I don't want to go see my cousin, because I do, and see his baby. But as far as, like, paying $40 to go to some part of Long Island, I really don't want to do that. Is that by train or by cab? By train. Do you hitchhike, bus, or yellow cabot? Cabot? No, I mean, from the train station, apparently, they'll pick us up. It's not that far. Oh, okay. It's, uh, yeah, from, from, like, you know, wherever, Penn Station to Massapequa, hmm. it is, uh, like, 20, it's like $12 each way, so it's, it's, it's close to, you know, a little over $40 for the round trip for the two of us. I suppose, though, that I would pay $40 rather than sitting in traffic and driving. Yeah, you know, I mean, it just... I was shocked that there was that much. And I thought, oh, like, how do people commute if that's their commute? And people do commute from that part of Long Island. It costs a small fortune. Well, I think they have jobs. Ah, God, I can't identify. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so I, I know we're going to do that at some point. We are listed up for a show, a band called Hospitality. is playing our new favorite venue, the Brooklyn Bowl. It's a great spot. Okay. Yeah. Good fried chicken, they have bowling, they have great music, and they're right next to a brewery. So that's a, it's a win-win. Brewery. So we might do that. And then I think us, you know, one of these days we're just going to relax, maybe go to the park. We like making little picnics and going into Central Park. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I've, whenever I've tried to make a picnic, uh, there's always flies around. So I've never been able to enjoy anything outside. Yeah, I, I like sitting on the ground. I'm not comfortable. I'm not one of those people that's very uncomfortable sitting Indian style. Mm, well, yeah, that's politically incorrect. Oh, <laughs> I apologize to our <laughs> yes, uh, but being a dog owner, I don't want to ever sit on the ground. Just I, everything I see on the ground, I think, has been peed on by a dog. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. There's that aspect too. I prefer a bench. What do you yeah. got going on this weekend? I am going to the Hollywood Bowl this weekend to say goodbye Ooh. to summer. Going to watch John Williams conduct the L.A. Philharmonic. Uh, What's he doing? Is he doing Star Wars? Well, he's not doing anything specific. I don't really know what he's doing. But, I, I you know, John Williams is conducting John Williams hits from uh, oh. in front of this. So I'm sure he'll throw in one or two of the big hits he'll play. He did Jaws, too, right? He did Jaws. He did Superman. He did E.T. He did uh, uh, Harry Potter. He did, uh, you know, Star Happy Wars. Raiders of the Lost Ark, 1941, the Olympics theme, the theme to the NBC News. That's John Williams. Hey. Great. Yeah. I had no... Yeah. Yeah, this right here. Yeah, see? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't imagine he'll be playing this, but, you know, uh, who knows? So I'll be taking my daughter. It's my big end of summer treat. Yes. Uh, I don't get Monday off because I don't get any holidays off. Uh, so I'll be working all on Monday. Wait, wait. So that, that guy you work for is going to be working on Monday the holiday? Yeah. I'll, he takes no holidays off ever. And he doesn't even notice that wow. they happen. So I'll be heading out That's there so, for that. so, so, always so silly. Why not take the day off? I don't know. I don't know. We should yeah. take the day off. But oh, well. So, so, that, so when's this Hollywood Bowl thing going on? Saturday night. Saturday night I'll be at the Bowl. He's going to be there Friday and Saturday night, but I am just going on Saturday night. So Who are you going with? You got a date? Uh, my daughter. My date is my daughter. Oh, that's lovely. Yep. She's the only gal I go out with down here. 
That's cool. Well, she, she's going to appreciate that. It's going to be nice sitting outside, listening yeah. to the uh, listening to the news theme. Wouldn't it be great if, like, uh, he also did the 60 Minutes theme, and then, like, you know, they just mic a stopwatch? Yeah. I don't know if he wrote that, though. That would be a little strange. Yeah. Why don't we, we can just have you do it. So that's that. That's only one day, though. What about Friday and Sunday? Uh, Sundays, I sit around and do nothing, which is uh, what I'm always uh, happy uh, about, yes. especially since I have to work Suitable on Monday Labor Day. Season two. You excited? Uh, well, I'm excited if I get to see the 49ers, who haven't been doing so well in the preseason. Gotta say, uh, working out the kinks. All right, if you say so. And the Giants, you know, our San Francisco Giants are yes. be- seeming more and more like the Giants that I know. <laughs> oh, are they? Are they? Are they imploding? They're not imploding, but they're just they're just doing that thing that the Giants do where like you feel like things are gonna go great and it's like, all right, number one, doing great, and then they they lose and lose and then it becomes like a nail biter and they're not quite in the top and maybe they'll be the wild card and then uh, if if this is like any other giant season, they'll get into the playoffs and then lose the first round of the playoffs. You know, I <sighs> hate for that to happen, but it's looking like that's the pattern again. That's not football. Let's hope though. that doesn't happen because uh, I know there'll be a lot of disappointed listeners out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Friday night, I don't really have any plans. I might do something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't do anything, Rob. I don't know. I don't go anywhere. I don't do anything. That's okay. Hey, man. It's a going where going places is overrated. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that way you don't get any stuff on you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, well, I'm, I, think, I think the show's done. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we got, if this recorded and somebody listens to it, then it's been a success. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate all that you do. Be sure to download the new What Do They Said About Music, which is available in the same feed. And uh, we will see you all next time. Next time. Can you tell me what do they said? Did you hear what do they said? Can you hear what do they said? Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program. Stuck on you. Got this feeling down deep in my soul that I just can't lose. Guess I'm on my way.